0: all right all right all right welcome to another edition of shabbat lounge this is matt and And jake here we're coming to you in the middle of a series that we called nailed to the cross jake what are we talking about
1: we're talking about uh looking at colossians chapter two and this is some apologetics part of our apologetic series
0: of um of what is this that's getting nailed to the cross and this is the third and final part of the series if you missed the introduction or part one or two we encourage you to go back and listen to those things and we might fill in some gaps but if you're just joining us uh, we appreciate that you're here and we hope that you've read through colossians but um and in this the the point of everything is we aren't claiming to be the experts of all of this but we're just normal people like you and we've done um a little reading on it and thinking about it and we just want to share our thoughts with you and hope that it's beneficial to you and if you find it beneficial what should they do jake
1: uh then comment or give us a like or subscribe or just uh
0: you know share it that's right yeah we appreciate that so we'll dive right into looking at part three of colossians nailed to the cross so here we go with part three judgment
1: Okay, so if you remember, this is kind of where we ended up on part two. So we just figured we'd
0: give a little... Just a refresher. A,
1: a little primer. Mm-hmm. Do you say primer or primer? Or don't you use that vernacular?
0: Not prime the well, Jake. Exactly.
1: Okay. <laughs> so many will use Colossians 2.16, which says, Let no man judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days. They'll use that to say... See, we aren't to judge a man for the Sabbath he keeps. And now we're going to go into something to kind of show
0: you how that's not really uh, what, what it's saying. All right, so as we go on, he's talking about how it is up to the believers to make judgment on each other in these matters and that no wicked person may remain in the assembly, but those outside the assemblies we do not judge. So yes, that brings up some interesting points about um, even scriptures like where Yeshua says, if your brother has wronged you before you make your offering, go to that person and make your peace.
1: Right. There is a formula for dealing with sin in the body. Uh, And Paul spells out the formula and uh, Yeshua talks about the formula in the verse you just brought up. So Paul would say uh he would say um first you go to your brother and say hey i got this thing against you and i think you're sinning in this way and then if that person does not take to the the con- confronting uh then you take a brother with you and mm-hmm. and uh you both go to him and then if that doesn't work you take the you go to the the whole assembly comes together mm-hmm. and then if that doesn't work Shunning. Right. So bring and back the it, shun.
0: Isn't it interesting how um, how many organizations and people and jokes have been made about that, where people re- kind of practice a lot of these things in real life, you know, where they talk about, you know, a, a coworker or a family member that you have to confront because of something they're doing wrong you know maybe a drug addiction or alcohol abuse and Mm -hmm. you know you assemble everybody together and go look you know because they've already tried by themselves and now they come together as a group and go hey this is not good right and we're trying to help you here right and it's this you know it's just amazing how that biblical principle and you know went everywhere and you know people worldly people don't acknowledge that that's where it came from right yeah but it's a good practice and
1: and then Uh, So the point of the shunning, it may sound harsh, but the shunning is actually loving.
0: It's (laughs) loving that person. It's loving the assembly. It's like spanking a child at the moment. If you witness a a child being spanked and no context for this, you do go, oh, wow,
1: that's that's terrible. Why is he being so rough? The kid is
0: getting flogged, but you didn't see the willful defiance maybe the child (laughs) had just participated in. Right. uh, So, Yeah. Uh,
1: which leads us to our main point. We need more fathers, people. That's right. Be a father.
0: That's right, the main point. Is that the main point? Uh, Well, it's We better move on here. Okay. So how do we know this? 1 Corinthians 5, 12 through 13. Jake, what does it say?
1: For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not you judge them that are within, but them that are without... Elohim judges, therefore put away from among yourselves that wicked person. So he's saying, Paul's saying, you guys realize that you judge within each other. Within the assembly, you're judging each other, which is great. But the person outside, don't worry about them,
0: because Yahweh will judge them. Okay, mm-hmm. um, It's not you to figure out. And that that's a good scripture to point out in today's world. Right. And Don't so, judge me, man. Well, we often <laughs> want to judge uh, uh, some maybe things that are happening in the world. And, uh, you know. Let's remember it's, it's taken care of. <laughs> yes, that's right. He's He's got it. Yeah. And uh, he, he, vengeance is his. And he totally has it. All right. So now consider Colossians two sixteen th- through 17, 16 and 17 again. And, um, So, Jake, I'll read this and then you explain it. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or drink or respect of a holy day, of the new moon or the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of the things to come, but the body is of Messiah.
1: Okay, so you see some words highlighted here, days and is. And so if you look at the front of your book, it'll tell you, how the translators intend for you to read the book that they're translating for you. Now, in this case, in this translation, uh, I used the King James. And days is in italics. That means it's added. Is is in italics. That means they added it. And they tell you this. They're not tricking you. That's what they tell you. Okay? They're saying, we put those in there so it makes sense. Because we Mm -hmm. think it makes sense when you add those words. So... In the actual text, those words are not there. Okay, let's move on. I hope you understand that concept. So, Jake, what's up with this? This? Okay, Matt. When I saw this, I was like, what's up? This verse 17, it says, Which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Messiah. Now, that, that go back. Go back to... It doesn't seem to fit in what he's saying here, right? Uh, it kind of does, but it's like it's a little weird. all okay. right, don't let man judge you in these things, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Messiah. What is that even uh, that, but this bo- but the body is of Messiah is kind of weird there. It mm-hmm. kind of doesn't fit. So let's figure out why that's there. Okay, okay. move on. All right, that's the question. Uh, they're all one sentence. Remember that. It's a single idea. In order to, for it to make sense, you have to look at it as a whole. Okay. So let's compare. I put a couple different versions here. Matt, why don't you read through the different versions so, and we'll
0: see how they're different. KJV, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Messiah. Right. And these says, these are a shadow of things that were to come, The reality, however, is found in Messiah, while the ESV says these are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Messiah.
1: So you see this concept, but the body is of Messiah. The reality, however, is found in Messiah, but the substance belongs to Messiah. It's a wide range of how that's translated. Mm -hmm. Can we get to the truth, Matt? Mm -hmm. I think we can. We hope
0: to. So as we go on, we see this translated different ways. If we look at the word body, the Greek word is soma, and it means body, 144 times, bodily one time, and slave one time. So where does the NIV get the reality, however, is found in? That's a good question, Matt. The quote-unquote reality, however, is found in.
1: Right. So if the word there is the body is of Messiah, the body of Messiah, Mm -hmm. where do they get the reality, however, is found in. Do you, does body and reality, however, is found in? Does it, that not sense. even close, are mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. All right, I think go to the next one. Okay. The NIV and other translations change the meaning of the Greek to show looking to the past versus looking to the future, right? We saw this change from is to come mm-hmm. and were to come. They're completely opposite, Mm -hmm. all right? But that's not even the worst of it, all right? Um, They changed the meaning of the word soma, right? Never ever is soma translated anything close to the reality, however, is found in, okay? Whenever you look it up, it's body, Mm -hmm. right, like Mm -hmm. we we showed. Now, we're going to the Strong's Mm -hmm. and showing context of how, how it's used. All right, so the NIV, this is the reason that an IV translates by conveying the idea that the Greeks would have had. And it's not a word for word translation. Mm -hmm. So the translators will tell you that they're, they're trying to fill in the idea that's trying to be presented with a Greek mindset. And so here they go, the reality, however is found in, because that's what made sense to them. Mm -hmm. All right. But I'm going to show you how but the body is of Messiah fits. Okay. Okay. So leave, remember we leave out, uh, leave body in the verse. All right. Cause that's what it means. Take the is out since that's added. mm -hmm. Right. So in context, we see, let no man therefore judge you, but the body of Messiah.
0: Hmm. It does change it.
1: It changes it completely. Doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It's don't let those guys judge you. Like we described. The outsiders, the Gentiles,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but the body of Messiah judges you on these things, mm-hmm. not the Gentiles.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. So, so what Paul is saying is that the pagans in Colossae have no power in judgment of the believers who are following Messiah in keeping these things. Only the body of Messiah, the believers, can make judgment on these things. And it also makes me think of Jacob how. The Torah describes that judgment falls first on the 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 body, if you will, um, and um, so there is this principle of of judgment all through scriptures. We all know that we're going to be judged one day, mm-hmm. and we know that, um, and it makes sense that uh, we're, you know that pagans aren't going to judge us, and their standards and rules aren't going to be put on us, and and and. And judgment and um,
1: right so. just just like we were talking about earlier and how um we need fathers right willing to c- make correction to mm-hmm. our children lest they grow up and be part of the problem in the world instead of the solution mm-hmm. right it's it's very similar to that you have uh uh drag queen story time Right at the library. I don't have that in my library. But you know what I'm saying? Yes. There's that going on. Yeah. And then we're going to worry that that person, whom we completely disagree with, is judging us. Does that make sense? No. That you care that that person's judging you?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's kind of where it goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a that's a great analogy for sure. So. All right, so now we see the understanding of the verses cooperated as we continue on to verse 20 where Paul confirms that we were dead with Messiah from the rudiments of the world. The rest is pretty self-explanatory, so context is key. So explain this. How, how? What do you mean we're dead to Messiah from the rudiments of the world? You're dead with Messiah to the rudiments of the world. Remember, uh, Earth, if wind you look at there, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. if you watch our intro, you'll see it's, this rudiment of idols. Like, and, right. The elements, Mm -hmm. right? So since we're dead to that, um, then it has no hold over us. It's Mm -hmm. that principalities and powers that was also nailed to the cross. Yeah,
0: yeah, it did say that. And then verse 20 through 22, he's asking why they're subjecting themselves to these ordinances. And what he was talking about earlier, these dogmas after the commandments and doctrines of men, and we know Yahweh's commandments are of heavenly nature and not of men. Right. So, Jake in Colossians 2, verse 20 through 23, what does it say? All right, it says, Wherefore, if you be dead with Messiah from the rudiments of the world,
1: why, as though living in the world, are you subject to ordinances? Touch not, taste not, handle not which all are to perish with the using after the commandments and doctrines of men, which things have indeed a show of wisdom in will worship and humility and neglecting of the body, which is this asceticism we talked about, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh. So the point in the previous slide there is we're dead with Messiah from the rudiments of the world, right? And he's saying to them, why, as though living in the world, are you doing the things the world does? Hmm. The things of the world, these uh, traditions and commandments of men. Okay?
0: Yeah, and so like this do not touch, do not handle. Um, you know, there was all kinds of things both sides of this argument did where they, you know, were man-made tradition, say, on a... Um, judaizer if you will per perspective you know they said that uh, if you took so many steps on the sabbath you've transgressed the law in and nowhere in the torah does it talk about how many steps you can take but they had made it that way and they could judge and, and try to hold people to this man-made standard which wasn't there and
1: um right and they had this don't touch that It'll make you unclean when it was not an unclean thing. Yeah, like
0: just being around a, a Gentile <clears throat> believer made right. you unclean, which was not true. Right. But that's what they had taught people, and 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 so there was a lot of things that Paul had to come in and set right because they were arguing about these things. You had uh, there was this big division in this body that was supposed to be one right and uh and it was upsetting to Paul and he wanted to he was trying to help them resolve and work out this solution and his answer is what what is his answer to their problem what does he tell them they have to return to uh the torah the torah because it's the only thing we know that's true right and you know cuz both you know just like today it's very applicable to the world we live in right
1: and some people will take what we just said out of context and say, "Oh, they're they're uh, taking away the Messiah uh, and just going with Torah." No, he's pointing them to the right way to walk out your life is Torah, right? Which yeah. comes after accepting Messiah. Okay, yeah. so we didn't we're not forgetting about Messiah here. You accept Messiah, and that change in your heart should lead you to walking out
0: the Torah. Yeah, and, and, and we know that the works of the flesh, um, and just, um, you know, we know those lead to death. And we also know that the works of our hands don't save us anymore. Um, and, you know, and, we, and a lot of people accuse what we're trying to do is say that we're trying to be saved by our works, which is interesting because James talks a lot about uh, your works and right. show me your faith without works, you know, and um, they go hand in hand. Right. And, um, and so it, you just can't, um, you can't just throw all that out and, and say that, but, but, but anyway, the people that argue and come against other Torah followers, uh, we know, you know, I can't speak, well, you and I can't speak for everyone that's a, a, a Torah roots or, messianic torah follower but but we do believe in messiah that he died and his death is what reconciles us and makes it possible for us to be truly grafted in and forgiven of all of the sins that have been done not only by us but the people before us right it got it's gotten terribly messy and he had to come clean it up but. yep and most, it mostly got messy because of human man made teachings and so We want to tell you right now, if you're listening to some human, whether it be your pastor or preacher, the guy on TV, two guys on a podcast, (laughs) you know, like us, um, you know, go, go to the source. That's the, that's the, that's what we want. And that's the point of anything we're doing here is, 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 uh, don't take our word for it. We live in a world and an age in which you can Google everything we talked about. And, um, And and not that that that's a perfect answer, but go to the source and, and um, you know, there's no excuse for not knowing some of these things. Right. So, but we just encourage you on your quest as you find out more about what's, what it means to be nailed to the cross. And uh, Jake, is there anything else we left out that should be said?
1: Mm,
0: There's always more to say, but uh, I think this um,
1: was a pretty detailed look. At Colossians, I mean, we did an intro and three more parts mm-hmm. to it. I mean, for one chapter um, with a couple controversial verses, right? So it's, uh, I think we we went pretty deep into it and uh, uh, read it. And uh, if you if you try to catch the themes and don't leave out a bunch in the context, you'll you'll get to the right answer. Yeah.
0: And so we appreciate you stopping by and, and looking at this. And if you, you know, we encourage you to watch the whole series if you can. And uh, we encourage comments, um, share uh, it, like it. Yep. And how do they find us, shake Sabbathlounge.com or yep. podcast search Sabbath lounge. Or just Google us. Yep. On the YouTube. Yep. And look for more content to come. We continue to put out Torah portions and we will continue to find interesting topics and, we want to do interesting interviews with other people that, um, and, and uh, widen your horizon of some other people doing some similar things as well. So, But we do appreciate um, uh, anybody that can leave us a horn or some kind of emoji uh, in our comments. We appreciate that. And uh, this is Matt and Jake signing off.